Father, we thank you for your word, God. Father, we thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, we want you. Spirit of wisdom and revelation come and the knowledge of you come, Father. Father, we thank you for this, uh, the meetings coming up in Europe, God. Father, we ask you to explode in revival in, that, in those yes. regions, Father God. Yes. Explode, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And in um, four weeks, Father God, we'll be doing India, Father God, doing crusade, Father. We just pray, Lord. Everything works out. You bring every soul, Father God, that demonic worship broken, God. Idol worship. And many get baptized in the Holy Spirit and saved and born again, Father. Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you, Fire. We thank you, for the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, that you're creating in us um, new things every day in, in and around us. And you surround us with your truth, your love, and your mercy. Father, we pray for the grace of God to reign upon us today and all the rest of the days of our lives because of what you did on the cross. We thank you for the blood that has power over all sin sickness, disease, virus, curse, and every bondage cannot take hold of us because of the blood of Jesus is the bolt cutters of freedom. Father, we thank you for that Jesus or that special acid that burns to metal. Once trying to escape, they put stuff on the fence in that. That's the blood of Jesus does every bondage. We just got a lot of Jesus. Today's message is called Deliver Me. Everybody say, Deliver Me. Deliver me. Amen. Even people who are, I see it a lot with religion, people that Get, get come from religion and start to get delivered from religion and they even can become worse than they were when they started. So if we get delivered and we don't get filled up, if we get set free and we don't get filled up, uh, with the lamp, uh, fill our lamp, which means ourselves, we're the lamp, or fill our, uh, with oil and the truth that brings revelation. Because if we don't fill, our, fill ourselves, somebody or something will. Satan wants to fill you with something, with dark, with lies, Whatever fill you with. We live in times of illusion. The enemy is sure to change. In Luke 11, 15, uh, uh, chapter 11, verse 15 through 28. But some of them said, He cast out devils through Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. And others tempting him said, He cast out devils through Beelzebub. And others tempting him said, sought to seek a sign from heaven. But knowing their thoughts, Jesus knows their thoughts. We preached on this it's like that's a great gift because you have a voice for you, you know the thought. And sometimes people's thoughts are the worst persecution or rejection. It's that silent rejection because you know their thoughts. You know, you don't even know that they're just be quiet. No, they're rejecting silently reading their thoughts. And, and, and he said, Every kingdom divided against itself brought to desolation. And a house divided cannot, a house divided against a house falleth. And Satan also, if he be. Divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say, I cast out devils through Beelzebub. And if I, by Beelzebub, cast out devils, by whom do your son cast out? Therefore shall they be your judges. But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come nigh upon you. When a strong man is armed to keep his palace and, and his goods in peace, but when a stronger than he com- shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all of his armor within he trusted and divide his spoils. He that he that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. He that is not with me is against me. So in other words, we have a lot of things going on. People are all saying about, and I'm going to be writing about this too, about, you know, the, we're so divided. Well, we're divided because 
Some are seeking holiness and some are seeking religion. Or some are seeking holiness and some are seeking their own way. Some are seeking holiness and some are compromising. So in our hearts we don't want to be divided, but the as the Mexico we all know about, our, our spirit is dividing us from other spirits and other things. So it's not something we say, well, I'm just going to come together because that's ecumen, which is not of God. I'm not preaching about anything, throwing that out there. It says, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. And a strong man, so, then he goes on to say that, but a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him and take him armor and trusses and divide his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathers not with me is scattered. When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walks through dry places seeking rest. Not the man, the spirit. Finding none. He says, I'll return to the house. Well, it's kind of like that. He goes back. It's called, even he goes with that with familiar spirits. It's funny how familiar spirits will find someone in your family if they need to be open. Somebody dies in your family. I've seen it. And you're not walking with the Lord. I've seen people, families, when people close to them die, they get weirder. They get crazier. And they get, almost start acting like that spirit. Because that spirit's trying to find, their spirits when people die. They're going to find some, some place that they're used to. And well, much much better to be used to somebody that's not free, that has the same generational things on their life. So the spirit, but see, if you fill your house with God, it will come back, but it won't find any place to, any crack or crevice to it. And it doesn't want to be with glory. So when it comes to find it, it's swept and garnished. So it's, God took it all out. And he go, and he go, he, and taketh to him seven more spirits with him, that, that entered him and go dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. The last state of the man is worse than the first. So this whole thing got birthed out of this because I've seen people come to, whether they were filled with the Holy Spirit or not, or whether they had the baptism, or whether they had the Spirit of God in them, or whether they just had a lot of Bible verses in their head and thought they knew Jesus. Because what I've come to realize is that's what's going on a lot of times. A lot of people have said a prayer and they haven't really filled themselves and they're full of spirits and, and everything. So someone comes in to an apostolic ministry or to a, a, a ministry of, um, you gotta get used to this thing, like trying to look down. So that's why everything's, and you know, eight years I've been that. You know? And, right? So, and they come and they start to get delivered. They, God starts to show them the religiosity. They get delivered from religion, de- the religious demons. And then all of a sudden, they're seeing clearly, because the strong root of religion also is pride, and, they, and God starts breaking the pride and doing different things. Then all of a sudden they get an offense or get something away for the devil to come in. But don't you know, if you are come to Jesus and you get delivered from alcohol, and you go away from Jesus and start filling yourself with other things, what spirit is going to probably, what strong man would come back would be a spirit of alcoholism. Because that was was the, the thing that had you bound. So the spirit of alcoholism, and God's given her different revelations. So so he, he takes the that spirit of of, of, of of that person which had him um, bound. We have 12, 12 uh, strongmen spirits, which is um, um, infirmity, because they're all based on, I don't want to say, but leaders or the way, the um, and the different things fall with them. Um, spirit of heaviness comes with depression, anxiety. Um, spirit of infirmity comes with all the sick. 
uh, spirit of um, pride, you have rebellion, witchcraft, all those comes from a strong man, a strong, because uh, Satan has his government, how he, and we have the Holy Spirit, which has his attributes as well. We got into all that before, but we're not talking about spirits either. I'm talking about, well, in a way we are, but not. So, what, what, if someone falls away from God, what are they going to probably end up doing? Going back to that first thing. If it's alcohol, they'll end up doing that again and start feeling self and spirits come through that open door. If it's, um, lust and they always cheat on their one like they get and they get delivered from that most likely that's going to be the thing that starts to fill them back up in the spirit sect and usually they get worse because usually um people just like and it'll increase anyway darkness because if you see somebody nobody grows up as a child molester it, they start with a little door of that and it grows because they feed it and they feed it so actually so when god's saying fill it fill this house with oil and truth you're feeding yourself with something else you're filling it with something else constantly and there's no room for for the enemy to come and fill it with anything else so how much more? Because this one's very untraceable. Because when a religious person backslides, nobody really knows. Because they're all around. And they, they, can, they, counter, they camouflage themselves right among everybody. You can tell an alcoholic when they come to church because you can smell the alcohol and they're broken about it. But religious people, it, it, they're also uh, rooted in pride. They don't even think, they start to believe that they're right and everybody else is wrong. So they infiltrate, but spirits come through that because, the, um, so if someone got delivered from religion, which is one of the strongholds that come with pride because it's a lie, that comes from a lying spirit. Religion is the strong man of that or strong spirit or, or, or leader of that. Um, domain is a lying spirit and that's where every false religion comes to it's they lie it's a lying spirit and it's and it hates god and so the thing about the religious spirit is basically basically they get more religious but see people don't notice it because they even learn more scripture and now they had the holy spirit now they had enlightened, but how many know that God cleaned them up and started to pour in? But now all of a sudden, the religious demons are coming in, but they don't, because they've had them their whole life, because most people that are religious are most people that grew up in church. Not too many people like Mary Magdalene, that we're going to talk about in a minute, or like me, played religion, because we religious people will hang out in the church all day, but live like the world and just, you know, punch their time clock or whatever, and they give God their whole their whole life is just a tithe, and they they, they get the other night, like, they only give God a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of their time, and, and, and just, you know, and they learn scriptures and everything is judge not, lest you be judged, and, you know, they have all the scriptures, because they live like self, it's just back, this, there's there's no relationship, it's all about a form of godliness, but they deny the, the, the power of God, which is relationship which is the grace of God that changes us into the image through the power of God and the power of the cross. So they basically deny the cross because religious people go to the cross, but they don't pick up the, and deny themselves. That's what basically any religion it is. They'll say, well, this is my God, but they don't deny themselves because everyone who denies themselves, it's an act of love. Everybody else's religion is an act of what I can get. Buddhist, I can be reincarnated to something greater. Muslim, I can have seven what? It's all for something for them. But in, in love, it's for somebody else. So Jesus loved us first, so he's not religious. He gave up his life to break the spirit of religion. He, he gave his life to break the spirit of fear. Perfect love casts out fear. So in pure religion, is and pure undefiled religion then, is what? Denying yourself. What is the, the lust of the world? Pick, it says what pure, pure religion is. And, and um, um, 
Uh, James, uh, I think it's chapter 127, right? 27 to 1. One of those verses in James, it said, Pure is undefiled. Uh, pure, and so one religion is the only religion. It's go to the orphan and the widow means show acts of love and kindness and keep oneself unspotted from the world. In other words, keep uh, pick up your cross and deny yourself. Because if you love the world and the things of the world, then the Bible says, then the love of the Father is not in you. So pure religion gets you filled with God. So you're being transformed and you're going through the transformation. So, But it's not really religion. You can just call it relationship and obedience. But what he was saying was, well, yeah, yeah, we're, there is a definition of religion. If you want to say, but God is not religious and neither shall we. If we be one with Christ... We're not religious. We're in relationship and we're being transformed into his image. That means what we did yesterday. And if it's wrong, God will buy next week or next year something we won't be doing anymore eventually. I don't want to say tomorrow because, you know, it takes, takes a little longer. But pro- like the song you played about yesterday, some progress is better than none. But if you're regressing, you're going to be filled up with other spirits. you got to be moving one way, and that's to the cross. Well, basically, you should already have the cross, but carrying it towards the narrow realms. Narrow is the way. So you got your cross, and you're on the narrow way. And whether you walk this fast, or you're making steps, you're still on the way. And I and then I come behind you, and you're walking like this, and I kick you in the butt. <laughs> I mean, right? Or, or whoever is pre That's what the word is. We kick you in the butt. God, well, we preach it. God kicks you in the butt. You say, oh, God. And this is how we keep each other on track. Or you want to say it, the narrow way. And then if our brother gets starts getting off the narrow way, then we have to make a house visit. We say, hey, what are you doing? Get on the net. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not about coming to church. But if you stop hearing the word of God and you start to isolate and you start and you're not feeling and you don't have accountability, you think Satan's not going to deceive you, especially because you're all you're not basically withdrawing from from people really you're withdrawing from God that's just a that's just a a sign of that and you know that but you're not lost God it's a it could be a season or whatever but it's not about going to church because it's a relationship but God says that if you've done it to at least he's done unto me so and he also talks about we all our finger hand a foot so we got to come together that doesn't I'm not saying 24 7 I'm saying but if you see a change in that then you know there's something going on so Someone gets delivered from religion, and you never know, their whole life they've been a Whatever. Gone, they're on reason, and they just, and, they, and then they get hungrier for God, and all of a sudden, and they go on mission trips, or they get moving the power of God, and things happen, and then all of a sudden, but how, what do you think if they start not filling themselves up with the Holy Spirit and things, and they fill themselves up, but the thing about that spirit is nobody really knows. It's religious, because they have a form of godliness, so they look like they're Christians, but the power that was working in their lives at once stopped working. Because they're denying the power because they're denying the, the bread. And the Bible says that if you don't discern the Lord's body, that many are sick among us. Which means like the body of Christ, we're supposed to be eating from each other's uh, as well. As if we're the body of Christ, we eat each other, we encourage each other, and we, we, we edify one another. And we submit one to another as we as. And we submit Christ as as a wife submits to the husband, as Christ, the church submits to the Christ. So there we go. So this is the big thing that happens is demons come with religion. And what comes with demons is is deception. Satan's bread is deception. God's bread is living, means Satan's dead and he'll deceive you. So Satan's bread, the living bread, means you eat the living bread and what do you get? You get life. You eat Satan, you begin to get dark, which is death, which is in your eyes. He says the light of the body is the eye and the eye is single than the whole body, be full of light. But if the eye be darkness, then how great is that darkness? In other words, if you need to get your eyes back on what you're supposed to. 
So that was what he was telling me, that many people go back and they're filled with, it's a seven times worse of a religious person than they were in the beginning. Just like I was seven times worse when I went to Christ and, and got set free or whatever and went back, I got worse and worse. How many times every time you go and make progress and then you regress, it seems like you do things worse than you ever did until you're in Christ. And I said I'd never do that. I would never. When I started smoking pot, I would never do cocaine. When I started when I started doing cocaine, I would never smoke it. And I started smoking. Well, I would never shoot drugs. And you know, then it's like the never turns in because it's more demon. That take of your mind and the and the, the bondage just religion can't do the same. Religion won't take you out like that. Satan doesn't care what kind of trickery he uses as long as he gets you away from the cross and power. So it says he goes to take seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. And it came to pass that they spoke these things to a certain woman in the company, lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bear they pass and that has sucked. But he said, But yes, yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. So isn't this great that every day, like we come together and we just read the Bible together and we speak it, and you guys get a little bit of revenue, and that's, and sometimes we, and we expect we want God to do more and release more. We're doing it. We're doing what He's asking, and we're hungry, and we're uh, saying, hey, maybe we can see something today in the Word of God that we didn't see ever before, and it makes things interesting. It's called revelation. Jesus revealing Himself to us because we love Him, and you see this very, and you, I'm going to see because God was like. Um, and sometimes I don't want to be in the Bible so much because you're in the Bible so much, it gets just letter, letter. It's like, what is that? No, I want to be drawn to that because I don't really get in the Bible where he draws me to something and gives me a scripture and I meditate on one and I read the scripture, then I talk and then the morning I get the, the context before and then he starts giving me little nuggets. And was I in the Bible all week or not? None of your business because religious people will judge me. But I was in fellowship Okay? Amen. I was in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So if I'm vacuuming, He gives me a scripture, and I ponder that one thing, because that's the one thing. That one, that one revelation brings a whole meal. When I do get discouraged is when I don't get that one revelation. But then maybe He'll get one word. Like, Done. That one week, that's all I had. And it was... So it's... So really, all you really needed to hear from God that week was was one word or one scripture. And then let him take you and then meditate on that when we get in and take it and take it. And we grow upon that. Line upon line, precept upon precept. We, we, we grow more. And we and, he, and Christ reveals his self more to us. In other words, he reveals his heart more. He reveals his intentions for his bride more. He reveals his intentions for more. And he gets us to, um, to um, know who he really is instead of knowing him as a, as a, as a tyrant God that we better do everything right or kill us or the one that uh, we can do anything we want because of the blood. No, he's not like that and he's not like that. He's neither of those, but his grace will, will reach to both ends and bring us into the middle where Christ stands in our way. So, he says that it shall come that blessed are them that hear the word of God and keep it. it he never said, you know, pound yourself, read the word. I mean, people do that. Like, they're in the Bible and say, okay, you know, what about everything else? You know, what about the Holy Spirit that's over there? You know, I don't I mean, I'm just saying that, but I think, because I'm like, wow, imagine God did that. What would he probably say? He probably, and I, I'm thinking, if laid on heart, I probably wouldn't know any more than I know now. Because 
trying to get something here, that's what religion will do. You get it all here, but it's not being 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 born out of the sp- your spirit. So it's really not being planted in your in your inner man. It's being put in here by your by by, by the flesh. So we become one Christ. We eat bread and drink blood. His. That means the spirit is coming one with our spirit. Let's read Luke 8. And it came to pass afterward throughout the city, every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And a certain woman, which had been healed of of evil spirits and infirmities, so she had evil spirits and infirmities, Mary Mary called Magdalene. So is oh, I thought we saw Magdalene. See, I'm just see, I'm just getting this. All this. Well, it was Mary? It was Magdalene? I thought it was Mary Magdalene was her last name. Her, it was Mary called Magdalene. But we call her Mary Magdalene. She only had one name, Mary, and they called her Magdalene. I don't know, maybe. Out of which, but, but the main the main part here is seven devils came out of her. So Mary called Magdalene, maybe because there's other Marys. Sometimes we do that and call some name. But I wonder what her last name was. Look up some religious people. I bet you they'll find it in her. Yeah, Magdalene. Or, or, there are a few Marys. I get caught up with trick trick the Marys. Mother Mary? <laughs> Not Mother <laughs> Mary, the mother of Jesus. Okay, let's go to... Now let's go to Mark 16. And when the Sabbath day was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salam, Salami, had bought sweet spices, and they come to anoint him. So he's been crucified, buried, and everything. And they went to anoint him. Mary Magdalene, Mary's mother, James, and Salamine. And it was very early in the morning. Everybody say, very early in the morning. Very early in the morning. The first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher of the rising of the sun. And God was showing me there, like, it was those three that sought him first. Sought him early. Where were the rest of the disciples? Oh, they were running for their lives, remember? We don't know him, but those were the three. Uh, Mary's mom and the other Mary was told they, they stayed right near the cross the whole time when he was dying and everything. And then they were the first to go to his body. But John loved just loved John the most. Obviously, John didn't love Jesus. Mary, maybe. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sect of the rising of the sun. And then they said upon themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked and saw that the stone was already rolled away, for it was very great, huge stone, then they're like, oh, Man, the twelve apostles got here before us. Twelve guys, big guys, they rolled the stone away. Oh, man, I wanted to be first. Everybody say, First. first. Mary was first. And, 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 and it was great in the sepulchre. And they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in long white garment. And they were afraid, frightened. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. You seek Jesus of Nazareth. Say, seek Jesus. Which was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. Behold, this is, the, this is the place where they laid him. Why would you come here looking at him? He's not here. But go your way and tell the disciples and Peter. Why did the angel say, tell your disciples and Peter that he goeth before you, because Peter was one of his main dudes. And before Galilee, and there shall you see him. He said unto he said, see him, and he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the, I'll just say tomb. For they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen early, now Jesus risen early in the first day of the week. Was that Sunday or Monday? Right, so, I don't know, Catholics must go. And, and went and told them what they'd been, and they mourned and wept. And they heard, and they then, they heard that he was alive. 
And now, okay, the first week appeared to him, Mary Magdalene. Okay. Now when Jesus was risen, early first day, and he appeared first to who? Mary Magdalene. Maybe he appeared first to her because she appeared first to where he was. Why didn't Jesus appear to Peter or John, the one that he loved the most? Because Mary was seeking Jesus. Where was Peter? He was out fishing, naked, getting drunk, probably went and out say, oh my God. Mary was diligently still seeking, still wanting to minister to, to Jesus with the ointment and all that. And, and this other guy and whoever was with her got to see her, him too, first. Come on, he could have translated anywhere and saw. He saw her first because he saw, he knew that she was in the angel. Hey, Mary showed up here. Zoop, zoop. The angel's like, hey, Jesus. He's like, oh. So, and where did he, she saw him first early in the morning. And what was the thing with Mary? Mary wasn't a fisherman that was a great Jew. She had demons. She had sicknesses. And she had evil spirits. And Jesus showed up to first. Didn't show up to any of the other ones. Not to the doctor that knew all that. He did show up later to him, but showed up to Mary. And he said, and they went and heard that he was alive and, and said, and they had, and they mourned and wept, and they heard that he was alive and had been with her. They believed not. They didn't believe what she said. And they went, and they had that they were alive. And after he appeared to another, in, a, in, the, in, in another form, he appeared in another form to the other two. So he had another form to two of them. And they walked and wept the country. And they went and told unto the residue, they went and told the rest of them, neither believed them. Now the rest of them didn't believe. Now, we're not just automatically supposed to believe them. How are we supposed to believe things? We neither. He said, blessed are you because you, you see me not and you believe. Remember he said that? And then he also said, now these are people he's appearing to that he's told them I'm going to come back. In three days I'm going to rise. And he was with them and they still. Don't think it's easy just to leave. Blessed are you that believe. And blessed are you that continue to keep your house full that you don't get drawn out and religious. The devil will come to you as an angel light and, see, and, and deceive you. But obviously, Mary didn't get other spirits come back to her because she kept seeing Jesus. Not seeking religious, not seeking what she can find out in the letter. And then she was one that moving in the spirit, not even knowing. Doing things, not even knowing. Going places, not even knowing why. <clears throat> yeah. And was it Mary Magdalene too that broke the appointment of the Was that the same Mary? She was preparing for burial, and all of them walked with him 24-7. I think the, the women walked, too, they were with the, the whole posse. And it was little, literal than this one. And, you know, and so they heard things, whatever, but what? She believed. She, Mary did it continuously. Got, and Mary went and broke that ointment. I don't even know that. You all don't even know what's going on. And especially you, Judas, because you've, out out, you've been out of the loop for a long time. We gotta be walking in the spirit. We gotta be moving in the spirit. So we know what God's doing. If it might not be just doing what we think is supposed to be known, but Mary had no idea that he was going to she prophetically broke the alabaster box, which is when we prophetically break our hearts. We pray cry out and we and wash his feet with our hair. In other words, we're seeking him, him, not for what he can give us because he's master. Seeking him because he set her free. Seeking him because not not because she was like, if I seek him, he's going to appear to me first. He appeared to her first because she was seeking. If you start seeking Jesus because you want an encounter, you probably won't. If you seek Jesus because you want a blessing, you probably won't. If you seek Jesus because you want something, you won't give him. But she sought Jesus, and even when she broke the alabaster and broke protocol and came to him and disrupted the whole meeting and made the religious demons mad in the, in, in the, in the inside of the, the party or whatever they were doing, the Bible study, whatever they were doing, the Bible study because they were studying him. And 
And, and, and she came, you know, this, this sinner, as they would say, and, and broke the, the that, and, and Judas is like, oh, I can't believe she's wasting it. And she wasn't seeking to be known for generations to come. He said, this woman, seven demons cast out of her, being filled now with God, what she's done will be known for the rest of till I come back and be documented. She wasn't seeking to be famous. She was seeking Jesus. She wasn't seeking to be known, but everybody knows Mary Magdalene, even when it's not in her name. Just say, Mary, Mary called Magdalene. And we still call her Mary because she wasn't seeking to be known. If she was, she would say, hey, my name's Magdalene. Don't call me Mary. But she was seeking Jesus. Right? Do you see it? And who was the first one in the morning after that? Mary. That, so, just something. That, so it said here. And then, and then um, and afterward, he, and then now, look, and then he, she told the rest of them they believed not. And then afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and unbraided them in their unbelief. So Jesus is unbraiding them and the hardness of their heart. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, go into all the world. Now, he said, Mary, not much, he, he blessed first. Then he said to them, he didn't say, go build a big church, go become famous. He said this. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. And he said unto them, and him that believes and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believe not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. But why are they casting out devils? Not because of his name, because they believe. But they cast him out because of his name, but because he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. But he didn't say just preach the gospel. He said, preach the gospel. These are the things that will happen when you preach the gospel. Because when you preach the gospel, demons will manifest. And later on, I want to show you guys something I, I, I showed uh, um, Elaine last night on this, but I don't want to do it during the message. Really good. Remind me, this guy preaching and Go into all the world, preach the gospel. Him that believes shall be baptized and shall be saved. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and drink every any deadly thing. So no, no, no serpent filling. No deadly thing will come into them. And, they sh- and it will not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. This is not something that just will happen. This is something that happens automatically. Right? We just don't have a, a, have a, a deliverance uh, meeting. We have... Baptist. We have what? The Holy Spirit. We have the power. So we don't just do things in His name. We do things because that's what we do because we're in Christ. He's doing them in and through us. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, He received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. See? What divides us is holiness. Not the name of Jesus or we'd all be together. Not them that believe in a a Savior, but the Word of God and what we believe. And what we believe is the most important thing because if we believe, we shall have what we believe. He said, he said all those who believe. And there's people in churches that don't believe that we can cast out demons anymore. There's people in churches that don't believe that we heal the sick. There's people in churches that don't believe that we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But if we don't do it, who's going to do it? And if you don't do it, who's going to do it? Yeah. And they went forth and they preached everywhere with the Lord working here's the, with them. 
Not the Lord working apart from them. The Lord working with them because what? They said they'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. They will be speaking with a new tongue because God is in them. They're not trying to meet God anywhere. They're taking God everywhere. Religion says, let's go to church and meet with God. Relationship says, let's all come together so God manifests greater. Religion will say, I'm waiting on God to move. And, 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 and those that are uh, one with God are saying, God's saying, they're doing what he's doing. All already. I don't know how to put that in a better way. Religion say, go God, pray, heal them. And religion and, and relationship says, you're healed. In the name of Jesus. You don't even have to say in the name of Jesus. That's another religious sign. They always get nervous. Oh my God. Either they're healed or they're not. We already have the name of Jesus. If he's our husband, when you marry somebody, you get their name. When you come, you're an ambassador. Paul would say an ambassador in the name of Jesus. He said, we are seated in heavenly places. With I used to do that all the time. I was in apostolic ministry and I'm like, in the name of Jesus. I would say that afterwards because I was like, because that's all I knew and that's where I was. But I'm like, God said, why are you doing that? They didn't do that. Jesus didn't do that in my name. He just said, come out. Paul didn't do it. Paul never did in the name of Jesus. He said, baptize them in that name. So when we're baptized in the name of Jesus, we have a new name. So we're actually representing him. We're representing him. I do that quite often because I have more faith. I'll say, in the name of Jesus, come out. But I've seen demons come out when I say, loosed. Just loosed. Now, either I have authority or I don't. Because why would Satan come out in nations? I'm not saying that I don't have time to say the name of Jesus. Loosed. Loosed. Coming out. Loosed. Because I have authority. Because now I'm in a kingdom and I'm not in his kingdom. And I have the blood of Jesus. So now I have all authority because of the name of Jesus. Not because I'm anything. Because I'm one with him. Because we get caught up in all these things. But he says, when Jesus was saying, in my name, he's saying, when they become one with me. What he says, we have a new name. What he say in Revelation? You that have a new name written, I've given you a new name. All right? Yeah, so when we start to learn that, then we start to know even more our authority is, is totally in him, but we don't have to show the paperwork. You know, it's like, you know, unless they don't know who you are. Remember they said to Paul, this one we know and this one, but who are you? So when you begin to start moving in your authority, they already know who you are. So people that don't really know who they are, they don't want to show their credentials. Here's my ID. I come in the name of Jesus. Look, this game is card. You already got card. So when, the, when, when you go into a certain city um, and everybody knows your name or knows you, you don't no longer have to say, they know what you have, where you come from, and what your agenda is. And they're shaking in their boots because you're coming in the name of Because he sent you. So if you were in Caesar's army... And you went to arrest somebody, and they didn't know you. You say, here's the paper. But Satan knows you if you've been born again. Satan knows those that are blood by. Satan can see the uniform, and he knows all the jurisdictions. He can see the stripes. He can see the, 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 the oil. He can see the anointing. Some people have visions where he can see there's a glow on us. And there's even, there's even spiritual rankings in the spirit that people carry. And he knows even like, there's like this whole thing that even knows when you get, that's when he says, I'm going to another level. You're just getting a spiritual struggle. You're going to another level of authority in him. We all have authority to heal and cast out demons. But there's an authority that you even walk in the room without saying a word and demons just that's when demons just start manifesting. Oh, he's such a great minister. Why? No, it's just Christ, but you guys put that authority, but it starts. But we all have authority. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like this. 
I have authority, and I also have the power to fill myself with more of Jesus. And I have the I have the ability to seek Him first in the morning, or to go fishing and do my own thing and expect God to, because of His sovereignty, He goes out and finds you, rebukes you, loves on you a little bit, but He He wants us to be like Mary. So the first came Mary. And then he said this, and then he stooping down, looking at him, the linen cloth lying there went, and there come Simon, Peter, following him, and he went into the sepulcher, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the cloths together in a place. Then went it also that other disciples which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and believed. He saw and believed. Jesus said, we need to believe without seeing. If when we start to believe without seeing, that's when it's actual faith. Faith is not believing after you see. So when we start to walk in faith, we actually see more. People don't believe, so they don't see. But when they start believing before they see, they start believing more, and your faith is increased. It all starts with believing before you see. And then the disciples went away again in their own home. And Mary stood without the sepulchre weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into it. And she saw two Angels, I'm in, oh, my bad, I'm in John now, Matthew. This is a whole nother, uh, yeah, this is a whole nother thing. Now Now we're looking at how John saw it. We just saw Mark's, inter- I got I got off on a uh, thing about the cast, I think I got stirred up because something got, st- anyway. Now we're with John. Mary came to the stone, a whole nother, now we're seeing how John saw it. And she came first. And it doesn't even talk about the other people she came with here. It says this, that she came, Mary Magdalene, early in the morning, yet in the dark, unto the sepulcher, and see the stone taken away. We know that she was with those two other people from Mark. See how people notice different things? And somebody's like, ah, it's just whatever. And then it says there, then she run, then she run. See, he noticed she ran. She ran to where Jesus was. Look at this now. Because I almost missed the big thing God showed me this morning. This, because I thought I was on Mark. Watch this. We're in John 20, by the way. If nobody... <laughs> you should know already if you're in a relationship. You found it. John is at the end of the Bible. I mean, it's not too hard to find. Right before he came. It's the last two chapters. And, and then runneth. Then she runneth and, and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciples, whom Jesus loved. Now, John noticed that. None of the others came. John writes this. So I mean, we all heard this. It's like the one he loved. Maybe he had an identity problem. Maybe that was... Maybe he can't keep convincing Stidro. And said unto them, They have taken away the Lord. And they said that he was not where he lay. He's not there. Peter therefore went forth and at the other side and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together. And the other disciple did outrun Peter. Can you believe that? Peter, his second-hand man, got outrun. And the first... Everybody say first came to the sepulchre. Peter wasn't first again. What's going on, Peter? Yeah, he's got a broken And he stooping down and looking in saw the other two that did outrun Peter came first to the sepulchre and stooping down the saw the linen cloth lying there and went went and he not in and come here cometh Simon following him and he went into the sepulchre and see the linen clothes and the napkin. On his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but he wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also the other disciples, which came first to the sepulcher. And he saw and believed. And it's so funny. We were talking about division and like the word, right? Can you see the division? Do you see that? Division? Nobody? Something in the word. One believes one way. Some other believe this way. And you, how can two walk in unless they... 
The division is the word of God. But religion will not let you see. Well, who says, people say, why do you think you see? I don't know, but I just know. I don't know because I see. But what are, they see something too though, right? Right? And they think they see. And that what? So where do we meet? Where do, where do we meet on the cross? Where do we? Humility, right? Humility say, you know what? Well, show me what you see and I'll show you what I see. But pride never lets you see any more than what you see. So you stop right there and divide yourself from everyone who sees. Unbelief is not seeing. You only see when you believe, right? That's what this whole thing's about. When you believe, you see. Do you really believe? You'll see. Or are you religious? See, that's what's dividing religious people. God's like, no more religion in the kingdom of God. Believing is seeing. And seeing is to believe. You got to see it before you believe it. And you see it already, but you see it in the spirit. You see it in faith. You see it because he said it. You don't see it because you got to see it. You see it because he, he said it. But you can't see what he really says until you believe that he says what he says. It all goes with seeing and believing. It says faith is the evidence. The evidence. I see because I see it. Before I, I believed it, before I see it, now I see it. But now you don't want to believe me that I saw it, so you call me a liar. Mary's like, I saw him. We don't believe But I saw him. We got to. So you really don't believe what he said way before he died. Because I'm bearing witness right now to what he said before. So you really didn't believe him to begin with. Let's go, we can go deep with that. Mary came. She saw him. Went to them. They didn't believe. And then Thomas said in a whole nother. That was a whole nother one. Not in this one. Well, I got to see it for myself. I want to put. But you know what? They were all doubting. It wasn't just him. He just was bold enough to speak out even more about it. But all of them said the rest of the remnant, the rest of the remaining disciples didn't believe. Now he preached all the time. I'm going to I'm gonna rise from the dead. So what they should have been doing, just like we should be doing right now, is he says he's going to be a sinner. Keep waiting for him to come back. And he's not going to come back any other way. So we keep watching, waiting, and praying. So we see that he constantly said, On the third day I will be risen up, and I will draw all men to myself, and da 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 and this and that. And they should have been saying, Well, finally. Well, they said, We don't believe. But the one good thing is, they didn't have the spirit yet. We do. We have no excuse. We have so much more ahead of the game than any of them. Because watch what happens here. And he says, to, it was about his the head, not lying in the linen cloths. And for that, for yet they were not with this, uh, not the scripture that must he must. And he said this. Then they went also to the other disciples, which came first to sepulchre, and saw he saw and believed. For yet knew not the scripture. He's like, didn't you know? Right here it is that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went again away again unto their own home. And Mary stood weeping and wept and looked. And stooped down and see a two angels in white sitting the one hand and on the other at the feet of the body of Jesus had laid. And said unto her, Woman, why are you crying? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had said this, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, again, look, she appeared to her first. Why are you crying? Whom you seek thou? She supposed him to be a gardener, saying unto him, Sir, if thou hast been born him since, tell me where you laid him. If you moved him, where is he? And I will take him away. Even dead, when she didn't even know he rose again, she was still seeking him. Her faith never died. Peter's did. The others did. Judas has died way before he ever, ever even to the cross. 
Mary kept seeking him. And he said, Sell me what she's laid. And then he said, Jesus said unto her, Mary, turned him and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. And Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I have not yet ascended. Even before he ascended, he went, he made sure he appeared to her. Why? Because he cared about her worrying that he was taken. He cared about her emotion. He cared about her feelings. Why? Because she cared about him first. See, that was still her first love. She cared about him first, and then Jesus cared about her. He says, I can't let her, I can't let her go like this, uh, weeping and crying, you know, and, and make her feel like I've been, you know, taken and mute, whatever. And then he appeared to her first. Not to John, the one he loved the most, but to Mary. Or to Magdalene. Magdalene. And there, then it says, Don't touch me, for I have not ascended to my Father, for my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene came to the disciples and said, Lord, has spoken these things unto her. Then the same evening, being the first day of the week, then the doors were shut and the disciples were assembling. For the fear of the Jews came and stood in the midst and said unto her, Peace be unto you. And then he said, had so said, and he showed unto them his hands and his side where the disciples were glad. And when they saw the Lord, then they said, Jesus, to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even I send you. And when they had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. But why they go to, if it was, if there's, if that, if that, come on. They received the Holy Ghost and then they received another baptism in the book of Acts. So people that get saved receive the Holy Ghost, but I mean they're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Right there's proof. Why do they wait in their upper room for the promise when he breathed on them and they received the Holy Ghost? Then they actually received the Holy Ghost and went to the other room and were able to assemble. They were able to pray in the Spirit. They were able to become one. They were able to be one in accord because they received the Holy Spirit. And I believe they were breathing and, 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 and imparting on one another, but they did not yet receive the baptism. So don't tell me it's... And Baptists don't say, well, it's all one package. You get it when you get... No. Why, why did he say that they had to go wait for the promise after this in the book of Acts? All this proof is in the Bible, but people don't see that. Why don't they see that? Because they don't humble themselves. Because they believe something, they take it in the heart, and they make that the foundation and not, not the relationship and humility. Mary knew more than those that walked with him that he was discipling than some of them by revelation, by moving in the Spirit, not by their degrees. So he said this, and he breathed on them, and they and said, Receive the Holy Ghost. Well, Holy Spirit. Some people get upset with him. I don't care. Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Whosoever sins you remit, let them be remitted unto them. But whosoever sins you retain, let them be retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. And then the disciples said unto him, We have seen the Lord. Thomas wasn't there. Now they, so funny, watch this. We see the Lord, but said unto them, Except I shall see his hands and feet and my finger and put it into the print of his nails and thrust my hand into the side, I will not believe. But the others didn't believe Mary either when she went to the others. And after the eight days, again, his disciples were with him. And Thomas with them, then came Jesus to the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Now he must have went. You know, he did his thing to have blood on the altar, did all the stuff sanctified everything, but he was able to blow the Spirit in them. And said unto them, Thomas reached hither in his finger, and behold his hands in his hands, and thrust it into my side. So he said to him, Thomas, it's funny, either, either he, he sees everything. He wasn't there at that time when Thomas said that, did, but he knew it. He knew it. He knows everything we do. 
And I'm done right here, guys. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, God doesn't want us to have to see it and believe it. He wants us to have the spirit of Mary. Be like Mary. Be the first one seeking Him. Be the first one to believe that He... Be the first one... Be the first. He said, seek first the kingdom. He is the kingdom. Seek first His righteousness. He is the righteousness. And all these things, Adam. He's, what are all these things? What is His name? His name is I Am. He is everything. Everything we need. He's our bread. So she seeked Him first and she got Him first. She seeked Him first. He didn't go in even biblical order. She wasn't an apostle. He'll visit anybody, anytime, anywhere if they're seeking Him with a pure heart. So many people go to church, they want to seek Him, but they want to have a ministry. They want to seek Him because they want more gifts. They want to seek Him because they want a message. They want to seek Him, or they go to church because they want to seek Him, and they want to get something off the minister that got something so they can add to it and give, you know, um, their micromanage a little bit and take it out of context and do something else. It's fine, whatever, but if they just seek Him, so my job is to get you just to seek Him, to get you just to obey Him, to get you just to... And then He does the rest. Don't come hear, hear me. Come listen to me so you can get more of Him. Not come listen to me so you can get some of what I got from Him and you can redo it and make it a little different and put your name on it or whatnot. I don't listen to any other ministers. I'm sorry. Everybody say, oh, what about... I'll listen to people that come with, a, with that or bring a word or once in a while a God leads me somewhere, but I don't want... I don't need that. I have the Holy Spirit. We do need each other. Now, I'm not saying that, but I'm at a place in God where I'm, I have a foundation. I just need to stay sure on it. And, you know, hopefully, because I'm not drawn to do that, but I'm filled up. But we're not, we're not, I'm not saying stop listening to other ministers or, but you better make sure you know who you're listening to. Because if there's a mixture, then you're getting other things sown into your spirit. And, you know, this guy says, well... Prophets need teachers. Oh, I see all this stuff. But yeah, we all need each other. But I'm like, isn't the Holy Spirit the great teacher? And and the teachers are for the body of Christ. Yeah, but and we're to we're to teach one another. And and if you're not in the fivefold ministry, maybe you need to to seek teachers. I'm not saying. I mean, that's a people. I'm not saying everybody will do that. And they're like, and they're missing. The devil's coming. But and 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 the apostolic is. I don't want to get my foundation messed with because God says He lays His foundation on the apostles and the prophet. And that's 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 the Bible. And then He says He sets them first. So He takes them apart and He puts in that. And He says, build not upon another man's foundation. And then all these found all the apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers raise up the body. So maybe what's not good for me would be good for you. So I'm not telling you to do what I, I do. Only do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. But don't seek ministers or even come to hear me or anyone else for alter agendas or for things or for ministry or for impartation. Seek Him. And if He wants to use a man to impart a gift, you'll get it. If He wants to do it Himself, you'll get it. But you seek Him first. Many people say they're seeking God, but no, they're not because they're, they're taking their self. And that's another thing. We seek Him together. Doesn't mean I have to go on YouTube and find a minister to preach to me. We seek Him together because we're the body of Christ. And especially if you're not called in the fivefold ministry, you can be taken out very because the grace of God is not on your life to be separated. We're to be one. Paul was separated from the Jewish culture. Then he was separated unto God for the work of the ministry with Barnabas and Silas. Unto Jesus, and then he gave himself in his time, and then he started churches. But he, but people, then he didn't start the church to say, okay, now that the church, you've been here two weeks, now you got the Holy Spirit, now go hibernate and be a loner. No, we 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 need each other. We edify one another. We encourage one another. And we look out for one another. And that's what God will give dreams to this person and this person and this person to keep everything balanced. But when we, and then this is, I've heard it so many times, and this is the first thing people say when when they're either offended. 
or they were they're offended or they're in rebellion with God or they just and and they're full of pride. They're having a rough time or they don't agree with something or they get offended with the minute with with the ministry or with the minister or with someone in the ministry. They go off and they say, well, well, God's leading me out here because I'm doing a special time with him. I've heard that like six times in the last four months. God's taking me out. He only, I've only seen him ever do that to people, to Paul and Silas, to set them apart for the work of the ministry. He's done that when there's a work of ministry. He doesn't do that to, to people in the body when they're, not, when they're still growing and have things to be delivered. It's not biblical. It's not even there. He says, do not forsake the assembling together. He said, when you come together. And Paul even mentioned church so many times in the Bible. So maybe it's not that church, but then if you found, maybe found a church and it, it, it's doing a lot more and you can't go back to that, that's what happens. You go isolate yourself. You know too much now than the people that are in kindergarten that are in false grace and just don't even care about Jesus and just want to hear a message. So now you're getting more and you're getting more. Now where is there to go but me and Jesus by ourselves? You know a lot and it's a dangerous place. It is a dangerous place because Paul wouldn't have had order and said all these things. But even not even talk about the biblical order, the order of being together. Because if I get off and I'm humble... Hey, I got to show this. If I'm not, I'll be like, oh, listen. Try to show people in private or something. Or I'll, but if I'm humble, I'll tell them, hey, is this, what are you talking about? And then everyone will look at you. Say, okay, I'll say later, I'll go to someone if I'm humble. So what? I didn't really, everyone didn't really take. I was expecting everyone to be, woo, I got, what's up with that? Well, let's, let's open the word. You can't do that when you're in self. And then you break that open to people that don't even have a relationship with God or are under religion too. And then you're just contaminating everybody. <laughs> If God didn't want a body, he would have just said, every Christian, hide out and take your Bible. You got the Holy Spirit and hide everywhere and just go out in light and just go back with me. No, he said, seek me first alone. So when you come together, there's more power. There's more presence. There's more and more anointing and there's more love. That's how it's supposed to be. And you seek me on your own behalf. But so when you come together, nothing's lacking in the body. If you're the hand, the foot, the, the ear, when you go and do, seek him first, when you go home and when you wake up, and when, you come, when we come together, it's going to be that much greater. All of us need to seek him first. So if your job is saying, I'm going to seek him before shame, I'm going to seek him before anyone here, then it'd be like somebody's going to seek him first. And oh God, then he's going to, God's going to see everyone trying to seek him first. And you might outrun Peter. You know, you might get up a little earlier in the morning, but really he's looking at the heart. Are you, not what time you get up, are you seeking him first when you get up? Everyone can stand up. And Thomas answered, said, Oh my Lord. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you believe. And blessed are those that have not seen, yet have believed. That's us. So many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of the Son. So he's like, he did all kinds of signs which are not written in this book. He did so many signs. And nobody said us, more and greater things will we do. More and greater things will we do because he goes to the Father and we come as one because there's more of us. We're, he's being multiplied all over the earth and we have the same anointing, same power, the same Holy Spirit. That might offend some religious people. That might offend some people that we can cast out demons. Who knows what offends them, but the Bible says we can do it. And we've seen it done. So... Because we believed it first. Now you can say that we do it, but hey, then what is that? We're casting out demons. And the Baptist is saying that was done with, with the apostles. But explain this. This person came in demon-possessed. They left free and leaping and come back with a testimony that they're not tormented anymore. Explain it. But you still stand on your doctrines of devils. I don't get it. 
It's God showing himself everywhere and doing things all over the world. And people are still stuck in their religion, stuck in their mindsets because of pride. Or because they've been indoctrinated by a demon. They need to humble themselves and go to the cross. Because it is written, man shall live by bread alone, but not, not by bread alone, but every word that pleases out of the mouth of God. Every word that the Holy Spirit whispers in your ear. Every, every crumb that he gives us. But there is written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. Father, we thank You that You're going to continue to fill us, continue to feed us, continue to deliver us, continue to give us truth, continue to break bread with us. And as we get that heart like Mary, even though He was dead and gone to, to most of them, but she went and still wanted to minister to the Lord. Whether God's moving in your life or not, He's looking, are you still going to minister to me? Even though it might look like Jesus is dead in a tomb and things aren't moving your life and people and unbelief is on you, but he's saying, I'm waiting. Are you going to come seek me even when I'm not moving? Even when you're not getting the breakthrough you want? Even when you don't, you, you don't believe anymore? Because when you do that, because Jesus said, you have seen with your spirit, not with your flesh, not with, your, not with the eyes of man. He said that because nobody, nobody really led by the Spirit of God seeks the dead among the living. She didn't know she was seeking still the living because he was dead. But she still saw him and he was alive. And Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. He said, why do you seek the living among the dead? He's alive. He's alive. He can he can move on your behalf. If you seek Him, He'll show up for you. And when you go tell other people about Him and they say, we don't believe, eventually He'll show up for them and make you that you're not a liar. Keep, keep witnessing. Keep preaching the gospel. Because Mary went and preached all over the place, all the time. That's right. Look at that bread. Eat it. Be like Roman. He is. He believes so much. He knows he's got that bread. He's not going to let it go. Eat some. Look at him. There you go. Have faith as a little child. Yeah, that's you. Because you're seeking purity. Pure. He's not worried about tomorrow. He's seeking the kingdom and its righteousness. Jesus said, if you become like that, once again, we'll have everything. Amen.